We've been talking a lot about hearing God's voice, taking that deep breath, listening, responding, how to respond, what does that look like? I've been talking about the uh, last couple of weeks about something that's hard to talk about, and that's uh, starting to deal with selfishness. That um, in my sin nature, I'm selfish. I have a selfish part to me. I want things my way um, almost all the time. Uh, Very few people do I meet that don't seem to be selfish. And if they aren't selfish, then probably they're just not telling you so. (laughs) I'm just seeing if you're listening. It's hard, um, you know, to just live life and so many things try to steal life away from us sometimes that we... um, we put up a wall and we put up guards. I mean, maybe not you, but most people, you know, we, 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 we really struggle to um, sometimes open our hearts. Well, we're going to um, dismiss our children to go to Children's Church. If you're a visitor here with children, uh, please feel welcome. The leaders are right back there uh, to go with them and sign them in. And uh, we can do that now. Is there any ch- children that are going to Children's Church this morning? Do we have any? Miss Abby? Miss? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, guys. What are you guys uh, talking about today, bud? Samuel. Samuel. I love that. Yes. That's awesome. Well, blessings to you. And we'll see you. We'll see you guys later. I'd like for you to open up your Bibles, your phone, whatever you may have, to First uh, Corinthians. Now that's um, page number one thousand four hundred and sixteen for me. I don't know about you. 1 Corinthians. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for this day that you've given us, a time. Just, I don't know, it's like, it always seems like a moment to me. It just is. It's it's a moment. It's a very specific time you've given for us right here, right now. Your word, your spirit, your revelation for us. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your word. We ask that you would continue to speak, that we might hear you and see you. To your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. So I want to start off in 1 Corinthians 1, 10, and it says this. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there is no division among you. Now, uh, just one little thing here. Again, uh, as I'm speaking, there, uh, there's there's nothing under the counter. There's not something going on. I I think sometimes some of the scriptures I'm using and what we're talking about uh, might you might go, man, is there something going on, Pastor Tony? Is someone not listening, or is there some kind of a trouble? Or you know what? As far as I know, no. And is that always the case? Probably not. But I praise God. I mean, we don't have a lot of undertow and stirring going on, and but but the point is, neither do we want 
to have that. And we're to be equippers of the saints. That's the number one thing. 2019 vision. Be equipper of the saints. And it doesn't just mean here the church four corners. It means the church global, worldwide. And it also means your family and you and your home, your household. God desires no division amongst you. That you think the same thing. Is that really possible? Trish and I have been married over 40 years. We're just now beginning to think the same thing. It's taken a long, long, long time. Yeah? You know, it's tough to think the same thing. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Because it might not be what we are thinking it means and he means. So he sets up. And he's talking to the church at Corinth, Paul is, and he says, now I plead with you. I plead. Um, It's just short of uh, begging. I plead. It's from the heart. Listen to me, he says. By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there's no division among you. Now, again, for those in the room that know a little bit of the Bible, you know, yes, I understand there was an issue going on in the church of Corinth. Paul was addressing that. I wanna, I'm talking uh, this morning in principle a lot, not so much in content and, and, and historical facts or, or biblical uh, facts. Paul was addressing an issue, but he wasn't just addressing an issue for the time. He was addressing issues to come because he knew our sin nature. He knew we can be selfish. And so he's saying, speak the same thing. Be of the same mind. I want you to focus on Christ, not on you. That's the bottom line. And then I want to go to verse 18. He continues to say, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. You guys, uh, I think most should have got a worship guide. Grab the notes out. If you don't have one, you can share or just follow along real quick. And on your worship guide this morning, if you'll notice, it says that scripture, 1 Corinthians 1.10, I plead with you. And then underneath that, it says, understanding those who don't have a relationship with God. I'm going to be following this outline this morning. So if you want to kind of like just follow along a little bit. So the whole premise for this morning is based out of 1 Corinthians 9.22. Becoming all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Who remembers last week we talked about Paul being in prison. And that it had to be a struggle. But right in the middle of prison here he finds himself praying for others. And he's engaging God, and, and he, he's, he's with, with his heart just saying, you know what? I, I find myself in prison, and I find myself here wrongly. That, that people said and did things to put me here falsely. But my heart says, amen. Last week we talked about how Paul said, you know what? Because I was thrown in prison, even, be, even from false pretenses, the palace guard heard the gospel. And then I talked about how everything was stripped away from Paul. And sometimes I just really believe with all of my heart that the only way we really hear from God is when everything's stripped away, even from us. And we, I know we don't like to hear that. 
Some, some maybe cannot even relate to that. But when we have distractions in our life that just keep trying to take us away from God, it's harder and harder and harder to hear him, to hear his word, to hear that whisper. And Paul came to that place for certain that he said, and you know what, because I'm in prison, because I'm in chains, even you all have found a new boldness because that of that testimony. And so we come into this week, and here's, here's Paul again. And now he's pleading with the church to think the same, to, to be the same, to have one mind in Christ, not, not in everything and everyone else. And then he goes on and he starts talking about, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved is the power of God. So today, here's the focus. I think a lot of us have have had children or we once were a child. And I know we have we have two daughters and we desperately so wanted to train them up as imperfect as we were. We weren't believers all of our our life. Our children were older when we were saved and it certainly took us a while to get the Christian life and, and a heart that followed after God. So so our children Heather and, and Eleanor did not grow up, if you will, in a Christian home. But it didn't mean that we so desperately wanted the best for them because we did. And we messed up many times. We still mess up. God wants the best for us. And sometimes it takes very, now hear this. Sometimes it takes very simple instruction to understand how to be a child of God and to hear his voice. I listen to the cry of Paul. I listen to the words of Paul. I listen to the pleads of Paul. This morning, I simply want to talk to us about how to share with other people. Not, not the gospel, that's coming in a few weeks, but us. The only way we can really share with other people, us and the Christ in us, is to put ourselves aside. First thing we need to recognize is not everyone knows Jesus. Not, not everyone has a relationship with God. If you're a born-again believer in this room, I hear all the time, and, and I'm not, I'm not um, again, I'm not being critical. Um, I hope by now you understand that. I know I keep saying that over and over because I want you to know my heart's not coming from a heart of criticism but as a born-again believer, if you're in this room and you say you struggle to share that faith, well, you just don't understand, Pastor Tony, how do I share that faith? I don't know how. I get, I get afraid. I don't know what to say. What if they ask me a question? There's this fear that comes upon me. And, and all I can say is you're just you're overthinking it. You're, you're allowing the principalities and the world and the flesh to just come upon you and say you can't do something that's in you. That's crazy because you can but the first thing we need to realize is, listen, not everyone understands the gospel. You can share with people and they're going to look at you like I did till I was 32 years old. I just look at you and go, what? Well, you know, you're going to die and go to hell. What? Well, you know, Jesus loves you. What? I had no clue. They tried to share a verse or something in, in the Bible with me. Well, you know what? I was one of these people. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So if Christ is in you, if, 
If you're a born-again believer, the power of God in you reveals to you your salvation. And sometimes we just got to get this. Listen, don't expect to go up to someone that doesn't know who God is and Jesus is, and they just get it. You see what, how that'll mess us up? Oh, my gosh, it's me. They didn't receive what I said. They didn't get what I'm saying. You want, you want to share a, hey, can I pray with you? And the person looks at you like a deer, you know, the headlight thing and just go, they don't understand. You know why? Cause they don't understand. Don't let that mess you up. You just be faithful to share your witness. You be faithful to share what God has put in your heart. I'm telling you, give it to God. It's not about you or me. This is the first thing we got to get this morning. Lee, I'm looking at you. I hope you don't mind. <clears throat> People are going to start going, oh, my gosh, Pastor Tony just kind of like. I prayer walked this morning. I thought of you, that voice. Lee was talking about pray, prayer walking around the campus. And I came in with 50 things to do, which ought not to be. And about after number two, I, I, like I heard Lee's voice go, you know, what we ought to be doing is prayer walking around this campus. I just put everything down, put on put on a worship song, and I just start walking and praying. Need to listen. Need to stop. Need to realize who this is really about. It's about God. And I want to encourage us this morning. We need to realize that it, that the the gospel is foolishness to people. But to us who know who God is, have, have put our trust in him, in Jesus as our Savior, it's the power unto salvation. You let God be God. You just be faithful. I need to just be faithful. Let's go to verse 14, chapter 2, verse 14. I'm skipping around a little bit just to um, bring about some points here. Verse 14 says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Who's the natural man? What do you, what's Paul saying here? Who's the natural man? Unsaved? Yeah, just, you know, if you're born... You're a natural man. We're born into sin. I'm a sinner born. I mean, I'm a sinner. I'm a, I'm a person born into sin. When I was born, I was born into sin. I'm a natural man or, or woman. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Okay, what is the word? Look up at me for just a second. You guys are being really good about looking at the notes and stuff. Okay. So we want to share our faith. We want to share what God is stirring up in our heart. We want to give a testimony to what he's doing in our life. We understand, we share the word of God, it's foolishness to those who don't believe. And I hope you're getting this point. I know I'm going over and over because we've got to really get this. Watch. It's foolishness to those who don't believe. So first we understand that, it's not about us, we rely on God. But we're, when we're speaking his word. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand what the word's telling us here. It doesn't mean like if you go up to someone and you tell them this nice little story about something you did 10 years ago and you never mentioned the word of God, you never mentioned, you understand what I'm saying? And they have no clue what you're talking about. They're just going to look at you like you, maybe you're a fool. You know, it's talking about the word of God is foolishness. 
share the word of God. And you know what? People who don't know it are not, are not saved. They won't understand it. It's foolishness. It's okay. Now we go on to the next thing where Paul's talking in chapter 2. And brethren, whoops, chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. How come they don't know? Because they're spiritually discerned, meaning the Spirit of God and the Word of God is who gives us discernment and revelation. You understand? Um, um, when I went to church and I heard the, for the first time, and I heard Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The word of God now had come into my spirit because God had allowed it and given me the revelation of that word. And all of a sudden, in my spirit, I'm going, wow, I'm a sinner and fall short of God's glory. So how, can I, how could I understand that word? Because God was giving me the ability to, the revelation to, only because of God. I see your faces. I'm going to bring. I'm going to try to bring it in. Some some are going. Rightfully so. It's awesome. You're kind of going. Okay, Tony, keep going. What do you mean? So then, Pastor Don shared with me Romans six twenty three for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The Word of God spoken, revealed by the Spirit of God told me this was true. How am I a discerner of the word? Because of the word of God and the spirit of God. And this is what he's saying here. The natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Only given by God can we know what his word is saying. This seems simple, but it's deep. Who feels like you're with me? Raise your hand if you feel like you're with me. Don't worry about not raising your hand because if I was out there and I was hearing me talk, I'd say, I don't know. I'm about halfway. This is hard to get. This is hard to understand. I, I, I know it. That's why it's called equipping. But the bottom line is, just to summarize this and moving on, Listen, the bottom line is when we go to share our witness or testimony or the goodness that that God has done in our life, when we go to do that, not everyone's going to understand. It's going to be foolish to them, foolishness to them if they're not a believer. And then we got to understand it only comes by spiritual discernment, a discernment only God can give. Okay. So what's the sense in sharing? What's the sense on sharing? To be faithful. We share because of what God has done in us. We share just like Paul. Paul said, he's, you know, I, I, I share because of God's grace that he's given me. Go to um, 1, 1 Corinthians 1, So how do we interact with people? For the Jews request a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Simple statement. We're going to run across people, or we're going to be, uh, there's, there, I mean, right here, I mean, this morning uh, at work, uh, 
at racetrack, whatever the case may be. And and there's basically, I'm going to say, like three different types of people. One is a religious person. You talk about God, they automatically go, oh, yeah, yeah, God, God, we're good. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Until you really start talking, and then it might be a Buddha God, a Muhammad God, a, you know, just a different different God, little g God. You realize that there might be a little more religious than they are understanding of the gospel or that Jesus Christ died for their sin. He was crucified, buried, rose again. There's not really an understanding there. So some of the people we try to witness to, they might engage us, but at the same time, they might not have an understanding. And then it talks about the Greeks. Um, the Greeks. I guess, simply put, they, they just really wanted to be God. Um, they wanted to intellectually know so much about God that somehow they would morph into him, I guess. You know, that you know, we, we can have a higher power or we can have something that's more than us. And then Paul says, but we preach Christ crucified. Pastor Tony, what's your point? The point is, just keep preaching Christ crucified. It, it's okay. This is sounding too simple, isn't it? You wake up tomorrow morning, wherever your life may lead you, the first person you run into, say, good morning, God bless you. And wait for the response, because you're going to get one. I think we've, we've been fooled into believing we don't get them anymore. But the majority of the time, you will. So, I go to Wawa. Not racetrack, Wawa. Because that nice lady gave me the coffee. Remember that story? That was so cool. I don't know, I'm telling you. So, I go to Wawa, and there's this long, long line. Actually, they have all four registers open, and the line's really long, and probably about from me to you away, I'm like, all of a sudden I see these people getting a little upset, and they're kind of like leaving, like like every other one, one would stay, one would leave, and I'm going, what, you know, and I can't quite hear what the the girl's saying, she's probably about a 21-year-old girl, I can't quite hear her, I'm getting closer and closer, and I'm watching these people get kind of upset, I'm going, what, you know, this is kind of strange, well, then I get close enough where I hear her say about so two people in the row can hear, cash or credit? And they go, well, credit. She goes, oh, I'm sorry, we're cash only. <laughs> and, goes, and this this line's really big, cash or credit. So now I'm like getting closer, closer, and this is about four people now are going away a little upset, you know, because they waited in line, cash or credit, and you know. And so I kind of stepped out of line. I was about three back, and I stepped out of line, and I go, hey, miss. She goes, yes. I said, you know what, they're misunderstanding what you're saying. When I said, I tell you what, why don't you just announce to the whole line, say, hey, everyone, I'm sorry, but this line is cash only. And she looks at me, and she goes, hey, everyone, I'm sorry, but this line is cash only. If you have a credit card, you need to go to another register. And everyone in the line that had card only went, oh, okay, and they went, I mean, everything was fine. And she, I get up, I get up the pain. She goes, thank you. 
She said, I learned something today. I just thank you. Now, why did I share that? We're all created in the image of God. Every heart that beats has a desire to be brought back to that relationship. Don't you be fooled to think any other way. Every person that we lock eyes with, every person that we speak with, every person that we engage, every person has a heart desire to be reconciled to God. But you know what? If we don't just take a moment, just a deep breath and say, God loves you, engage them. You'll be so surprised how many engage back. But don't you be taken back if they look at you like it sounds foolish because they will. It's okay. Expect it. Now we know the word of God is crystal clear. So don't be taken back. But I tell you by faith and by the word of God, when you speak something to a non-believer that's lifting up the name of Jesus, there's something that sparks in their heart. Whether they look at you like a fool or not doesn't matter because they're going to. Paul says they will. And we take a deep breath and we listen to the gospel. And we let our heart be drawn to God. We might just be planting the seed that day. That's okay. That's okay. But how many of you see the same people like weekly at a gas station or, you know what I mean? And little by little by little. Because it's not just you. Believe me, God's working on someone. He sends a lot of us around. Okay. Let's go to chapter 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. When you're trying to witness or befriend or speak to people a testimony or what God's doing in your life, don't try to impress them. Because it don't work. Don't try to talk the ear off. Don't try to give them every answer that you don't really know. Just share the love of God. Now, how do we? How does that work out? All right, now I'm skipping. You don't need to go here. I'm going to go here real quick. It's found. <laughs> I love it. Where are you going? Wherever God leads me, sister. <laughs> okay, so we're going to First Corinthians chapter nine, verse nineteen. For though I am free. Well, this is Paul again speaking. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews to those who are under the law as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law, to those who are without the law as without law, not being without the law toward God, but under law toward Christ, and I might win those who are without the law, and to the weak I became as weak, that I might be that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the sake of the gospel. I just said a lot of tongue twisting there, but bottom line is this is what I've already talked about the Jews and the Greeks. There's, there's religious people and there's people that try to figure it out mentally and emotionally. Ain't gonna ever happen. That's bottom line. Okay? 
And so, so all he's saying is, I become all things to all men in order that I might save some, which is interesting. But when he, when he says I might save them, he's not saying that he, Paul, saves people. He's, he's saying by the gospel that I share, people are saved. So I gauge people where they're at in my life. And I don't expect them to respond to me favorably if they're unbelievers. And if you are a believer and you're speaking to someone, all, what you're going to do is encourage. You ever have a, you ever share something with someone and they, they go, oh, I'm a believer. I, I was saved. I mean, it's a time of rejoicing. And what do you do? You encourage one another and spur one another on to share with other people. Does, is that not true? Yeah. So I become all things to all men in order that I might save some. It's that simple, folks. It took all that time when it's really just that simple. We need to be about the business of sharing God's love with other people. And yes, use Scripture. When people say, well, share the gospel and if necessarily use words. No, use words all the time. Use the Word of God. You don't need to be a theologian in that sense. You don't need to know a lot of Scripture. It's okay. You might know, you might know one verse. When I was saved, I knew no verses. Within three weeks, the entire church thought I was a theologian. I, you think I'm kidding. You know what I did? I memorized one verse the week I was saved. That's it. I can't remember the verse. I wish I could, but I can't. It's okay. But I do remember this. Every opportunity I had to use it, I did. At lunch, talking to people. And before you knew it, so I'd go, yeah, I know what it means. Greater is he that's in me than he's in the world. Yeah. Wow, you're, you know a lot about the Bible. I knew one verse. <laughs> For like three weeks, I knew one verse. Just share what you know. It's okay. Uh, Miss Trish and Michelle, I'm going to dismiss you. Michelle's going to be baptized this morning. And she's going to go and get ready, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Listen to this. This is in 2 Corinthians 5.20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God was pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Who here would say you tend to be an introvert? Oh, really? Oh, okay, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that to try to be, you know. But I, at first, I saw no hands. I'm going, you're kidding me. We, we're all extroverts in here. But then I noticed they were only like two inches up in the air. I'm going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who here is an extrovert? I want to encourage introverts and extroverts alike. Test this. Post note. Test this. Find someone, it can be a, a friend or a relative at first, whatever the case may be, and you walk up to them and say, can I share something with you? Who's going to say no? And if they say no, it's foolishness of them. It's okay. Go away. You'll find someone else. Okay. All right. But I have my post note. I want to share this with you. You don't need to bring out a family Bible. You don't need to, you know, boom. It's a post note. Robert, I want to share this with you. It says this. Now then... We are ambassadors for Christ as though God was pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. That's found in 2 Corinthians 5.20. I just want to encourage you 
with that word today. I want, oh, I can't say like I double dog dare you to do that, but I'm telling you, you would be amazed how many people will respond to this post. I do it all the time. I'm not trying to put it on me, but Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. If I can't tell you the examples, who's going to? I'm just trying to live this out because I want to, because my heart says it. So listen. Get a post note. You'll be surprised who will respond to the word of God. You'll be amazed. And if they don't, it's okay, right? We've learned that today. The whole morning's been about that. 